it was in 2020 that I was able to spend so much time in the morning and devotions. I was running after God when the world was shutting down. I set aside time to intentionally get to know God deeper. And it was so beautiful over the course of 2020, reading books and my hunger for God grew. And as my hunger for God grew, he met me so specially because I was being intentional. So he was honoring my obedience and showing up in new ways. Welcome to the Faith Inspired Podcast by Faith and Gather. I'm your host, Erica Dvorak. Join me and the Faith and Gather community as we become faith inspired to tackle the messy and embrace the beautiful areas of life. We're going to meet you right where you're at, right when you need it, by helping you live a less stressed, more joy filled life lived by bold faith and walking in obedience. You have a God sized calling, but you don't have to choose between your sanity or juggling it all. We'll keep you one step ahead, armed with knowledge to fight your everyday battles and live a life faith inspired. Because faith is not just a belief. It's a lifestyle. Do you hear from God clearly? Do you understand the ways in which He can speak to you? If your answer is no to one or both these questions, it's okay. There's no secret to connecting with and hearing from God. But there are ways you can intentionally seek Him and look for Him that can change your life and relationship with God. In my conversation with Krista Joy Spate, the author of Powerful Whispers, a seven-week journey discovering who you are to God, we chat about how you can position yourself to connect with God instead of feeling like it's a one-way street, and how you can connect with God and hear from Him clearly and the different methods he uses to get your attention and share the messages he wants you to hear. God's waiting on you to hear his gentle whispers. It's up to you to listen. Here's how. Hey, Krista. Welcome to the Faith Inspired Podcast. Thanks so much for being on. Thank you, Erica, for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. Yeah, you and I divinely met at a church event not too long ago, and it was just super fun because we quickly found out that we both had passions for writing and authors because we were managing a table, a book table for the speaker of the event, and you were able to tell me about the book that God had just recently downloaded to you and that you were working on and you're working with a publisher and just getting all the marketing and all that stuff ready to go. So that was just super exciting to hear about that. And now it is a book baby. It's out in the world. And the book is titled Powerful Whispers, A Seven-Week Journey Discovering Who You Are to God. And you really heard this book idea clearly from God. And I have to say the outcome is beautiful. I'm actually going to be starting it next week because I have a devotional that I'm doing right now, but I read through some of them just to prep for this. And I was like, wow, this is going to be a super fun seven-week journey. So congratulations on getting that out into the world. Thank you. And I will say when meeting you, I knew that night, I was like, oh, this is so cool. We were totally meant to be volunteering together and getting to know each other. We go to a big church, but it makes it smaller when you're volunteering and and getting to know each other on a one-on-one basis. God is so good with that, isn't he? Absolutely. (laughs) 
So I do want to get started by hearing that story. You know, you named your book specifically because of the location that you were at and like how God whispered to you a beautiful book idea, but I'd love for you to really share that story with us. I would love to share that. Thank you. So it was last January of 2022 that um, I had left my corporate job of 24 years. Super scary moment. I knew that I had to leave my position and not know what I was going to do next. So a huge leap of faith, lots of prayer with my husband. And about a week after I left my position, I started to get some visions and downloads from the Lord on what my future would look like. It's all new to me. I didn't understand that really. He spoke in visions and um, even audibly to me. So January was a beautiful journey. And I would wake up every day and start to get more downloads. And it was definitely at the Whisper Cabin up in uh, Wisconsin that the Lord spoke so powerfully to me. And um, that's when I knew that I was going to be an author. I did not have any desire before that to write a book. didn't know anything about writing a book. I didn't know any authors. It was all new to me. But because God gave that inspiration to me, I knew that he would be with me every step of the way. And he, of course, showed up every day. I was sitting right here in this chair, typing away and usually crying for a long time every day because it's so beautiful when he would download these wonderful words that he wanted me to share with readers. And I quickly wrote the book in three months. And then the fun journey about writing is then you have to have it edited and all the other fun things that go with publishing a book. But truly, from the time that I knew that I was supposed to write this devotional till the time it was published was 55 weeks. So that is a miracle right there because, again, I didn't know how to write and all the publishing things, but God was so faithful. And the first week that I published my ebook, I went to number one in all of the devotionals, which also was a huge miracle that it was only God. And you did that kind of by a mistake, didn't you? <laughs> I sure did. Tell us about that. Yes. So I self-published this book. So a lot of the things that I was learning was all by myself, watching YouTube videos. So I was wanting to get my ebook live and ready for my launch team to read. So I was playing around on Amazon like, okay, I think this is how I'm supposed to do it and press buttons and it did a live launch on a Sunday night. <laughs> I didn't know that I was supposed to like monitor it and tell a girlfriend asked me a question. So I went on and saw that I was ranking within 24 hours of, I think it was 100, 150. And then within four days, I was number one in four categories. So again, just sitting here like, wow, I haven't spent a penny in marketing. I wasn't sharing on social media that this was out and about. So it was all God that he was just taking I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cry. He's <laughs> taking um, these special words that he gave me and um, using it all for his glory. Mm, that's so beautiful and amazing. And we think that we just have to hold it so tight. And you probably had this whole marketing plan with the launch team and everything. And then you had this 
fantastic mistake that just showed his glory and that it was all all his. Absolutely, yes. It was wonderful. I'm so blessed to have experienced it and just um, in awe of God every day. I love it. Mm. So it seems like, or in our conversations when I first met you and then you were talking about the book, and as I've read the book, it's really clear that God speaks to you in vivid visions and in, you said, audible, like you're, you're really hearing from Him and that you're connected to Him. You really just have this intimate relationship. And I so often hear from women that they don't have that. And they don't feel like they can even achieve that type of relationship with the Lord. You know, they'll they'll read scripture or they'll pray and it just kind of comes back void. And so they feel like often they're doing like a one-way relationship, one-way conversation. And I, I do believe that there are some people who are gifted more to hear in specific ways. So people have the gift of prophecy, they have that gift of intuition, and so you know, people are spoken to through dreams and whatever it may be, but we are all able to hear from the Lord. So I would love for you to share really what is the first step for a woman who is really struggling and feeling like she's having this one-way conversation. What's the first step for her to take to really start this intimate relationship of hearing from the Lord? So first of all, I've been a Christian since I was four years old. Love the Lord followed him closely, as closely as I could, but I didn't understand what that intimate relationship with Jesus was. It's like, as you were mentioning, like, oh, like other people, other people like pastors or missionaries just are so close to God. And it was in 2020 that I was able to spend so much time in the morning and devotions. I was running after God when the world was shutting down. I set aside time to intentionally get to know God deeper. And it was so beautiful over the course of 2020, reading books. And my hunger for God grew. And as my hunger for God grew, He met me so specially because I was being intentional. So He was honoring my obedience and showing up in new ways. So to answer your questions, the wonderful thing that we can all know and remember is that as Christians, we have Jesus living inside of us. That's huge. And definitely not anything to take lightly because he's miraculous and he's totally amazing. So I I wrote down a, a few thoughts here and I'm so key to keep in mind that in order to be close to God, we have to meet Him with a heart of repentance and making sure that we are um, have asked for forgiveness for anything that um, is within us. And one thing that I started doing back in 2020 was communion at home. You know, we're all locked in at home, and I learned for the first time that we could actually do communion at home. I didn't know that was like possible. I thought we had to be in church, but it was so beautiful to just be me and Jesus and having that special communion. So that was a good foundation to build on. But another big part is to be confident 
in the scripture that tells us that God can speak and we can hear his voice. So looking at John 10, 27, where it says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And yeah, I've heard that scripture for so many decades, but it's true. It's like, we are God's children. We can hear his voice. That is a promise. And so knowing that, being confident that this scripture is for us as Christians, that we can hear his voice. So some huge um, insights into knowing, like, is this God's voice? Is it my voice? Is it the enemy's voice? Is to know that God's voice brings peace, always brings peace. It brings comfort. There's clarification, um, instruction, encouragement, And yes, there can be correction, of course, but God's going to do correction lovingly. It's not going to be condemnation. If we hear the enemy's voice, it's going to bring worry, hurt, confusion, and you know right away that that is not of God. When you're hearing from the Lord, it is never going to contradict Scripture. It's always going to be in alignment with what the Bible says. So I got into the practice of when I am hearing God's voice, I'm like, okay, God, where can I find this promise or principle in the Bible? And he will show me, um, I don't always hear scripture verses, um, I believe for me. I know that I need to go and look up scriptures myself, and there's so many great resources to be able to Um, looking at lots of Bible apps that um, you can use to look up. But knowing um, that what you're hearing doesn't contradict Scripture and can be supported by Scripture is just a great way of um, being confident that you are hearing from God. So other ways, being intentional, setting aside time in the morning or whenever is appropriate, depending on your age of kids, right? (laughs) Sometimes mornings are not going to (laughs) work to have any quiet time. But um, wherever and however you can be intentional, if it's a couple of minutes, like, okay, God, I'm here. I'm going to read some scripture with you. I'm going to have a pen and paper ready to write down what you are ready to speak to me and be expectant. It's like, okay, God, I know that I'm your child. I know I'm going to hear from you today. What's on your heart? And super important is to be still. That is so hard. Um, As a mom, as a person with a type A personality, (laughs) it's really hard to learn to be still and not be like, okay, my, my 15 tasks that I need to do in the next hour, but sit and listen and wait for God is so important. That piece about being intentional and really the time, you know, that that was a verse that I had written down for this conversation to really have it be a focus was the John 10, 27, you know, my sheep hear my voice, I know them and they follow me. But I think to hear the voice, like the sheep have to be aware of where the shepherd is. They have to, you know, be able to be in distance to him to even follow. And so I think so often we 
you know, wake up and we just go about our day and we don't take the time to get in that distance with the Lord so we can hear his voice. And so, you know, there's constantly in the Bible talking about like, seek me, you will find me. And so it is a two-way relationship, but in any relationship, you have to give something, you know, you're not always giving the equal amounts, but you have to give something and you have to be a part of that relationship. That's the whole meaning of what the word relationship is with each other. And so in order to hear him, you have to be intentional and spend that time. And so I do love how you shared. I've been a Christian my whole life, but, you know, I never really heard from him until 2020, where I actually started to dive into the word and started to spend time with him. And so that intentionality with him is really key. Absolutely. It's a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. And I think when you start to, at least for me, when I start to really get in, because I I have, it ebbs and flows for me. I have times where I am like with him for like months at a time. And like every day he's just downloading stuff to me. And it's just like you said, like you get teary eyed because you can just feel his presence. And then there's times where I just am like, okay, are you here? But those are usually the times where like, I'm not there either. You know, I'm not the one who is showing up to participate in this two-way conversation. So I think that's just so important to remember. Absolutely. I agree. If I'm in the same boat as you, there are times and days where I'm like, I don't, I don't feel you. I don't hear you. So that's when I need to look inside my heart because God's always there. He's always ready to speak to us. But I find that it's okay, I need to ask for forgiveness or I need to set aside the busyness of taking care of things around the house and shift back and focus on God. Yeah. And I think as you were saying that, it's not just the time piece because I think I am in kind of that valley right now where I haven't been hearing from him as much, but my heart hasn't been in the right place. It just, it isn't right now. There's some circumstances in my life where I just, you know, need to deal with, I think, a little bit of pride and a little bitterness. And so I think when I'm having that time with him, there's that roadblock in the way. And so I need to spend time really carving out like the forgiveness piece or Lord, please work on my heart, like search my heart and and know me and like show me, you know, what's, what's going on. And, um, so I think sometimes if you're feeling that way, if you're feeling, why aren't you speaking to me really going back to, as you said, that forgiveness and really searching your heart. Absolutely. So what are ways that the Lord has spoke to you? You mentioned a few of them, but I think he is such a wonderful, mind-blowing God that he can speak to us in so many ways. What are some ways that he's spoken to you? And then as you've been just having these conversations with people, ways that you've realized he speaks to others as well? It's a great question. Setting the stage, first of all, of having prayer and worship, that has been huge for me to shift away from having like peace and quiet, not 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 having that worship time, um, but to focus on him and give him thanks is, again, one way to set the stage. When having that wonderful stage set, it's been incredible to, for me, have visions And it was so amazing to me. The first vivid vision I had that was confirmation that it was from the Lord was also last year. And I was at a conference 
there was a, a couple in front of me who I didn't know. I all of a sudden looked over at them and I saw this word above the couple and it said Maxwell. And I thought, oh, I wonder if that's like their child. And then my mind started going and trying to figure out what on earth <laughs> it meant in my own way. And then I went up to the lady in front of me and I asked, I said, does Maxwell mean anything to you? And she said, yes, it does. And that's all she said. And she was like, and did you get anything else? I'm like, no, I thought that was enough. <laughs> so I was like, oh, let me pray about it. So I went back to my hotel room, prayed about it, and I went back to her the next day. And I gave her a lot more words that I heard the Lord speaking to me about Maxwell. And I shared those words with her, and she said, thank you. Before she went to the conference, she asked God to get some confirmation if she was supposed to continue being a volunteer for the John Maxwell organization. And that, to me, was mind-blowing. It's like, wow, I was so thankful that I pressed in and I was obedient to reach out and say, I think this is for you. If it wasn't for her, of course she would have told me, but I that, hope that's an encouragement. Like, oh, if you think that you're seeing something from God, hearing something from God, press in. And he is so kind and faithful. And if it's not from him, it's okay. You can get up and <laughs> try again. Don't give up. So some other ways, dreams are definitely big ways that God loves to speak to people. I've had many prophetic dreams. And what I like to do is, one, I keep a pen and paper by my bed <laughs> because you don't always remember them in the morning. <laughs> Even though I was like, I'm going to remember it, but I write down snippets of the dream and then I go back and I process the dream. I look for scriptures that are going to align with making sure that this is from God and not a a pizza dream or <laughs> something else. There are definitely people that I know that are gifted in dream interpretation. Um, there's definitely many Christian Holy Spirit-led books out there on how to understand what your dreams mean. That's not my gifting, but I, I do love to hear from God in those, those dreams. To me, the dreams are symbolic. And we see a lot of dreams in the scripture, they're symbolic. That's why they had dream interpreters. But that's another way. I find myself and so many of my good friends hear from God when we're out in nature. So, so many people have meaning when they see a cardinal. That might mean one thing to them or seeing eagles. And so just want to encourage you if you are taking a nature walk. I Now I carry paper and pen everywhere I go because God loves to speak. And so just writing down, it's like, oh, this was beautiful. Um, some, you know, fresh new flowers. And no matter what it is, God can speak through everything. Not that he does, but if you lean in and press in, he'll show you if he has something for you and, and what you're seeing. So other things that I have noticed God speaks in numbers. Now there's the, the crazy world is, you know, has numerology and that's not it. God created numbers. He's all about numbers. You know, you look in the Bible, there's so much weight is given to numbers and they're great 
again, Christian authors out there. One, um, Jody Hughes, she has a great newer book out now, which talks about how to understand numbers. I forgot the name off the top of my head. I think it's the King's Message. Oh, sorry. I have to look that one up. But um, it's a new book that came out in the last year. So God is so creative. Don't doubt that he isn't speaking. Just lean in and uh, be patient. Wait for God. He's ready to speak to you. He can speak through anything. You know, that's my takeaway from what you're saying. He can really speak to anything. And I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but we named my son because of a highway sign down <laughs> down Highway 100 here in Minnesota. And I just had the name Ben pop into my head. And that's not what we named him, but I was like, Ben, that's interesting. I don't particularly love the name Ben. I mean, not a bad name, but not something that I would pick. I'm more of kind of like a... Let's be a little exotic with our names, um, a little more unique. And so literally a couple seconds later, I looked up and the highway sign said Benton Avenue. And I was like, wow, I love the name Benton. And my husband and I were having such a hard time. We didn't know what we were having, so it was boy or girl, but the boy names were so hard. And so I text him after, and I just said, what do you think of the name Benton? He's like, I really like that. And sure enough, our son's name is Benton. And it means like a bend in the grass in the town or something. So it doesn't have like this amazing meaning, but it was truly from God. And so I still, like, I looked at it the other day and I was like, Lord, you named him this name for a reason. And it's still not apparent to me why, but there it is. And so he spoke to me with a literal sign down the highway. And then most recently, our dog Brutus passed away and cardinals have had a little bit of meaning in my life as well. I believe that God can use animals to speak to us in specific ways that we need. And so it was the um, he had passed away at um, the night before I was supposed to leave for a conference, and my son ended up staying home with me that day. And so we were outside, and it was just a really tough day, and I was inside making sandwiches for us. And I was just like, Lord, this is really, really hard. I just need to know, like, do animals go to heaven? Like, is he okay? Like, you're the one who chooses, like, if it's okay like death, you know, like you have, you, you are God, you, you can decide if death is no longer, you know, like, and it isn't cause we know that, but like it, death still happens here on earth. And so I was just having a really hard heart to heart with him. And I walked out and sat in the chair and sure enough, a couple seconds later, this cardinal came in the branch right above us in the tree. And normally cardinals make like just a, a tweet sound every few seconds. And I had never heard, and we have cardinals in our backyard quite a bit in the summertime. And I had never heard this before. All of a sudden it started doing like this call that sounded like a territory call. It was just like beep, 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 like over us and would not stop. And it was so loud. And then it jumped on the roof of our house and continued like this territory call. And my son was like, mom, do you see the bird? And I looked at him. I was like bawling because I was like, yes, the Lord like gave this to me as like a sign of like everything's okay and to me it was just so comforting and so yeah we can find signs everywhere if we really really look for them and are open to to a God that creates those miracles for us and those those hugs when we need them absolutely how beautiful I can see um, that God was showing you he's protecting you he's watching over you he's there that's a beautiful story yeah yeah I just it was the love that I needed in that moment because it was really really hard for me so yeah, he's an amazing, amazing God. Okay, so I want to give you time to talk a little bit about your devotional and then like what, because you have this beautiful structure with it. So kind of walk through the steps of that and then where we can purchase the book and then how else to connect with you. 
Absolutely, I'd love to. So my book, as you know, is Powerful Whispers. And um, it's a seven-week devotional, as you mentioned before. And each day is broken out like this. So we start with scripture. That's the foundation of everything. And then I shared God whisper. And so it was his download to me and his special words of encouragement for the readers. And after that, there was a personal story. Sometimes it was personal about my life or about the scripture. And I also have some wonderful contributor friends that um, are throughout this book. And so they would share their stories. One key differential in this book is the suggested worship. So it was actually a really hard component for me to have it in there. It was hard for a lot of different reasons of making sure I was giving the credit, of course, to the artist. But when I tried to remove the worship songs, God told me and my husband, do not remove the worship. That is a key part of this. And I've heard from so many readers that they're blessed by that. Then there's an activation. So the activation is meant to engage your body. So sometimes it's movement of your arms or getting up, moving outside the house or in the house. Um, sometimes it's speaking, but just different way to get your body to move and to understand the message in a different way. Then I finish with a prayer. It's a prayer starter. And of course, you would finish the prayer with your heart to heart with God. And then finally, there's space for having, oh, sorry, reflection time, writing in the back. So journaling out what's on your heart, what you're hearing from God or whatever the case may be. So all of that can really be done in 10 to 15 minutes or longer. It kind of depends on how you need to spend time with God that day. So where to find it, you can definitely go to my website, kristajoyministries.com. I have it available here. I would love to sign a copy for you. And you will also get a free download of a small group workbook, which was requested by so many of my launch team members and actually people that weren't even on my launch team. They wanted to go deeper with a small group of friends. So you'll get a free copy of that. If that's not your cup of tea, my book is available in ebook and paperback on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and just a whole host of other places that you can um, find books. So go check it out. Wonderful. And then how can we connect with you on social media? Instagram is my favorite place to hang out. Um, so Krista Joy Ministries there as well as on Facebook. I have a YouTube channel and I'm in Pinterest as well. So I'd love to connect with you further. Yes, please do. And like I said, I'm going to get started on this here, I believe, next week when my current devotional is done. And I am really excited about that worship piece. I'm so glad that you did not take that out. I have to admit, I have been a worshiper when it comes to really involved in worship music when it's church. You know, like I, I really feel the presence of God with that. And I listen to it in the car. But beyond that, I've never really had that as my practice to spend time with the Lord. And then since, as I mentioned, since Brutus has passed, you know, I think through that whole grief process, worship has been the only thing that has helped me with that anxiety, has helped me with, you know, the trauma of it. 
and my, my, my dog passed away at home. So there's some things that, you know, I saw that were really tough, you know, losing a dog is hard enough, but you know, we had to help him kind of cross that bridge to Jesus. And so that was, that was really hard. And so just dealing with some of the things that come along with that worship has been the thing that has really helped. Like I said, with that anxiety and that fear and just questions with the Lord, that's what's brought peace. So I love that you have incorporated that. And I think it's just going to be so timely for me in particular to really do that devotional and spend time with God in that special way. So um, just what a beautiful download from God, like this whole, whole thing has God written all over it. And he's going to get so much glory from people just spending time with him and really just diving in and, and seeing the fruit that is produced because of him and because of your obedience, I will say as well. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So one last question. I want to know, you are such a joyful person, such a a sweet and kind individual. I want to know what brought you joy today. Well, that's a great question. So to me, we're kind of still early in the morning. (laughs) So the the fun thing that has brought me joy today, um, one, first of all, my older son is home on leave. So that is always joyful. He has bought some fancy coffee and some chocolate milk. I don't usually have chocolate milk in the house, but to have this mocha this morning (laughs) has really been great and joyful. And of course, having my son home has been wonderful too. So lots of joy. Oh, that sounds like a beautiful morning. And I know my husband commented the other day, we were looking at Starbucks and the line was super long at like three, four o'clock. And he's like, wow, people are just wasting their money. And I said, honey, they're just looking for some joy. You know, it's not it's not just the coffee. I mean, a lot of times it is the caffeine, but it's just like that one thing that can bring them joy in the day. So I get that. Some chocolate milk and coffee sounds very joyful (laughs) with your son. Yes. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Krista, for being on. Thank you for, like I said, being obedient to the Lord and hearing his call and answering that call and taking that time to really say what he has been speaking to you. So blessed to have you on today. Thank you, Erica. This has been a joy, really, to be with you today and chatting how God can speak to everybody. Yes, thank you. My sheep know my voice. I know them and they follow me. That scripture was written for you and for me. We are his sheep and we can hear his voice. It's up to us to tune our ears and heart to the Lord so he can move in mighty ways as he has done with Krista and her book. How will you intentionally seek, look, and listen? God's waiting to speak to you. I'm so grateful you spent time today listening to this episode. If you were encouraged by what you heard, share the love with other women you know and send them the link to this episode. Just think how many more women could be blessed with faith-inspired encouragement. Love and prayers, Erica. Congrats on saying yes to a life filled with joy and Jesus. If you want more, head to faithinspiredpodcast.com for show notes and links to all the resources mentioned in today's episode. Be sure to subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast platform to stay faith-inspired. And remember, faith is not just a belief, it's a lifestyle. 